Welcome to Wax Wednesdays. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And welcome to Jazz Week. Yeah, welcome to Jazz Week, guys. That's right. We're going to play some really nice, beautiful music. Like, I know in the past we've played some music, but jazz is just beautiful. It is. And like, as much as uh, blues goes down, it's probably one of my favorite genres. Jazz is just, I think, one of my most peaceful and calming genres. I used to play saxophone. I only, unfortunately, got into jazz after I sort of stopped doing lessons, so I didn't get to, like, get twisted into a jazz extraordinary. Oh, don't be modest. What about your harmonica skills as well? <laughs> uh, the harmonica skills come from my blues playing. Yeah, so we've got some real absolute legends of jazz. It's funny because I was going through my record collection. I was like, oh, I don't know if I have jazz. And then I was like, Herbie Hancock, Duke Ellington. Yeah, but even some of those like you, uh, some of those jazz fusion you're playing, like that's some that's some more obscure stuff. I reckon we could even do like a seventies sort of like a jazz, like seventies jazz, where it's like a, you know a bit alternative, a bit funky, you know, some cool like sort of synth driven jazz as well. But I think this week we're just going to go to like jazz roots. Yeah, we'll we'll keep it pure. Like off the air, I was playing a few records of like Idris Mohammed and the history of Danish pornography. Yeah, that was sick. Um, that was a sick record. Yeah, it's like this jazz infusion, electronic, but still made in the 70s. Yeah, and that Italian, the one on that Italian label as well was epic. That kind of music reminds me of like Anchorman when he's playing the flute and trying to like show off and... <laughs> um, oh, I'll have a track a bit like that play. Yeah, which is sort of like a current artist I'm loving at the minute. Well, an artist I'm currently loving, not a current artist. But Have you ever seen, have you ever been to jazz gig gigs? Yeah, so the Jazz Music Festival comes every year. Um, and it's definitely, if you've never been, definitely get involved. It takes over Melbourne. There's probably like 10, I want to say... There's probably 20 clubs around Melbourne it takes over. Um, and some of the best music I've seen has always been from the jazz festival. Yeah, epic. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to play in a in a jazz combo. Uh, it used to be a bit of fun, like just through school and stuff. Although it's nowhere near as fun as some of the jazz gigs I've been to. I've seen like Kamazi Washington at Golden Plains and that was epic. Um, seen, the, seen the Rookies briefly at Rook's Return. Uh, I've had uh, my partners really recommended me the Senegambian jazz band, and f- I think that she's recommended that to everyone. Like, they're, apparently they got a real vibe, like you know, kind of epic percussion, and then like, heaps of hectic horns, and then they do a lot of singing in like native languages from like Senegambia, I guess. Oh, Senegal and Gambia, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about places overseas, we're going to play Herbie Hancock's Maiden Voyage. This album is like dedicated to the sea, essentially. Like, I'm just reading the back of the record, and it's just majestic poems. Like, he talks about like there still exists an element of mystery which surrounds the sea and the living aquatic creatures with its vital essence. And he goes into detail about the music attempts to capture its vastness, majesty. No, oh, beautiful. The splendor of a seagoing vessel on its maiden voyage, the graceful beauty of the playful dolphin, the constant struggle for survival of even the tiniest sea creatures, and the awesome destructive power of the hurricane nemesis of seamen. Seamen. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely intentional, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Um, and on that note, we're going to play... Um, Open it up with The Eye of the Hurricane by Herbie Hancock. Please. Love making music or just lovely music? Look, if you've got a girl here, it's just, if you got a girl, if you got a guy, whatever you're, um, whatever you got going on right now, or if it's just yourself, have a little fun with this one. Yeah, exactly. We're dedicating it to the lovers. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank <laughs> you. 
back. How was that? Yeah, John John Coltrane is one of the um, probably one of the most iconic artists in modern jazz. Like his tenor saxophone is absolutely beautiful. It's all like distant and wailing, and uh, it's got, it's like it's, it has a voice. His saxophone playing, and I think um, he's probably my favorite saxophonist. Um, yeah, to yeah to have played the tenor for sure. Yeah, like jazz is one of those genres that it's so good to listen to on records, but just being there, you're actually witnessing how incredibly talented they are. It's just incredible. Yeah. And definitely the like jazz records is why I kind of like got into records, I reckon, because I just knew like nothing is going to say like jazz CDs or the only way jazz sounds better is hearing it live. Yeah, it's really one of those genres. It's not like a lot of other genres where you record it and like because it's so well produced, it sounds better than the live performance, but... Jazz is just always oh, it better is. live. It's, yeah, it's just like it's musical emotion. And yeah, what better way to capture that or witness that than yeah than seeing the artists do it themselves? Do you think jazz is more of an old man's game or? Well, I mean, you say that. I just think uh, like the jazz, well, the majority of younger listeners just aren't listening to it or they're not, or probably they're not exposed to it in formats that they kind of, they clearly recognize. Like I've got Kamazi Washington's first, the epic, which is just his like triple album masterpiece and then I've got his EP which I actually like more and what people don't realise is that people like Kamazi Washington or Thundercat like Thundercat's a jazz he's jazz trained and like those guys they produ- help, They produced all the music to Kendrick Lamar's album um, How to Pimp a Butterfly and you know they're doing backing tracks of a lot of rappers and big artists now but people don't I think they don't like connect the dots there yeah yeah, people don't get it. Like, not don't get it, but it's just not on radio. Like, you don't go in your car and listen to an eight-minute jazz record just for fun. I Well, I do. Yeah, but you're not like most people, Louie. No, thanks, kid. That's a compliment. Oh, take it anyway. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a compliment to me. But, like, um, yeah, I think I remember hearing King Cruel on um, Triple J, like one of the, his his songs. Um, I think it was, like, uh, easy. Yeah, and it was, like, a bit of acoustic, kind of grungy, punky track. But then you listen to the rest of his record and his stuff is, like, he's got jazz guitarists and, like, Tom Mish is a jazz guitarist. And, you know, you have to, like, dig a bit deeper to find current, you know, current artists who are using jazz influences. Or, like, Loyal Karna, some of his stuff has got, like, jazz piano that he sort of raps over. Um, but, yeah, none of them are really doing it as, as beautifully as, as musicians like John Coltrane or Miles Davis or Thelonious Monk. Um, any of those guys. Yeah, it's so true. Um, but something that did happen on the weekend was Triple J's Hottest 100. And do you know what the breakdown of the genres were in that? No, I, I didn't get into it that much. Do you like Triple J? Just on a, uh, I've, for fun? Yeah, I've sort of thrown the towel in with it a bit. I, I don't believe anymore. It's a... It's an accurate representation of current new music. Yeah, well, like Ocean Alley topped it. They had three songs in the top ten. They're, they're okay, but like... When you have Travis Scott in the top five with Childish Gambino, it's not about Australian music, is it? No, no, it's, no, it's not. And when you got like you know you got like lots of local Melbourne um, labels playing some you know pretty awesome stuff. Like I hardly ever see or hear even like Leisure Centre or like the Seven Arps, um, you know, some of those those guys or like War Baby, you know, on some of the local la- labels. I haven't ever heard them play on mainstream radio times at Triple J, and they're homegrown acts. They're from Melbourne. Yeah, I often kind of like the Triple J Hottest 100 to 200 because those are the bands that kind of crack it in and we're like, they're really good and they're not the mainstream ones because... Yeah, they just don't get those, you know, those main slot plays. Yeah, and it's not about that because I've, like, those main slot plays are just, just main slot, mainstream, I guess. I don't know. That doesn't mean they're good, they're just main slot. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just find now uh, some of that music just doesn't have, like, it doesn't have the time 
the the lifespan stuff like jazz does. I mean, if you're serious about music and you start listening to jazz, I think it's you know it's got a place for every listener. Yeah, what I did like about the Triple J Hardest 100, fun little fact: Billie Eilish is 17 years old. Yeah, that's she, right. She came in at number 17. <laughs> and not that's only, like some voodoo stuff. There, yeah, surely. and Esther, she's 28. Guess what number she came in? 28. 28. I feel 28. Like theme here. It's true. So the next record I've got is he was a legend in his own right. Son of Baden Powell, the brother of guitarist Lu- Louis ba- Marcel Powell. Baden Powell. Just a guy. He's, I don't know. Just a guy. Okay. Sounds important if he's the son of. I'm just giving you the artist biography, mate. <laughs> like this is like, I could say uh, son of Eric. This is Gideon. <laughs> That's my dad. Doesn't mean Eric's done anything important. It's just my dad. Oh, please give your dad some props. Okay, fine. Thanks, dad. Um, so son of Baden Powell, brother of guitarist Louis Marcel Powell. And this is Philippe Baden-Powell. He started studying music when he was seven years old in Germany, moved to Rio and has been playing everywhere since then. And he is an absolute freak. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's 40 years old. Oh, okay. Um, he's more of a modern day classic. Yeah, definitely like con- like current contemporary jazz. For sure. He's one of those, the new wave, really holding the torch for everyone. And uh, his record is called Notes Over Poetry. Pretty cool, eh? Notes over poetry, so spoken word and some beautiful jazz backing tones. Then is that is that what's in store? I've never heard, I've never heard of this guy before. No, nah, it just means that the music is the poetry, like a music over poetry. So it's like poetry is beneath it. All right. Well, let's get on a real artist, not not, not, <laughs> oh, like, not like us. Louis, all right. Let's just keep this ball rolling <laughs> now, isn't it? All right. Just we'll play uh, the goddamn music, idiot. Hey, you're the one that's been to put the record on. Notes over the poetry Through one's mind Mentally, spiritually As self-realization And liberation Determines one's path And since you cross my path You are now part of me Shared errancies We hold sacredly As one go through life's Many uncertainties Since you cross my path My views flow fluently through one's mind and thought conception creates an exoteric path that sways through all directions, unlimited intersections, intersections that we call society's environments. An adjacent continuum, though minimal, derived through sovereignties and clients' lists, my soul consists of following the many intricacies of finding oneself, knowing that the ideal self will eventually keep erupting inside, wanting to proceed. And since you cross my path, your values conform of me through self-realization, liberation, and justification increases internal motivation, moving effortlessly, obtaining self-efficacy. So my errant endeavors to self-fulfillment will make my path all worth the while as I gaze motionless with a smile. Since you crossed my path, you are now part of me. Since you crossed my path, my views flow fluently. And since you crossed my path, your values, they conform of me. Since you crossed my path, now my mind's complete. 
that you cross my path, my heart beats selflessly. In this realm of errancy, I've learned forbearances. Everything is clear to me, lucid transparencies. I'm as one with the leaves and trees. I breathe, I feel, I touch, I can't heal. In this fear, my mind stays clear. I'm here, I'm finally here, free from intricate thoughts that may appear. Since you crossed my path, you are now part of me. My views flow fluently. Since you crossed my path, your values conform of me. My heart beats selflessly. Since you crossed my path, my mind moves effortlessly. As I increase self-efficacy Since you cross my path My references increase socially Since you cross my path Now my soul's complete Thank you.
anything like some Duke to get you in the jazz mood. Yeah, it's a fantastic track by Duke Ellington. I've listened to him in ages. I, well, I don't actually have a Duke record, so that probably wouldn't help. But yeah, I forget oh, how good well, he is. This is the one you can sell for my collection anytime. Yeah. Um, he too really started uh, producing music when he was seven years old. What's with all these seven-year-olds making music? When I was seven, I was throwing rocks probably at the school. In the yeah, school I was yard. probably probably keeping some of these kids off the street, or you know, or maybe they came from, um, you know, they had the chance to to get a musical education when they were younger. Maybe their parents are really musical, or yeah, who knows? Fuck, I would have loved. Thing to do when you're seven years old back then. It's true. Fuck, I w- we're talking about the nineteen, no, like Tw- early nineteen like hundreds. He was yeah, um, 20s and 30s. Yeah, this song came out in the 1940s in New York. Yeah, but then like in the in the 20s and 30s when those kids would have been growing up, they had people like Charlie Parker. But yeah, well, Charlie Parker was a massive prolific jazz musician at the time and even like Louis was pretty early as well. Yeah, it was just that time that gave rise to that kind of music. But imagine being in New York in the 1930s and 40s. That would have been such an epic time for music because all these... Oh, it would have been amazing. All these incredible jazz musicians, that's where they came from. No, exactly. Well, like Dexter Gordon as well was an earliest influence, like early the, the earliest influence to Coltrane, and Coltrane was born in 1957. So, you know, a lot of these modern jazz artists did come along, you know, sort of later when there was already a pretty strong, uh, strong jazz scene happening already, and particularly in New York. Like you read where they where they played and where they practiced, and they all sort of congregated in the jazz clubs of New York. That would have been I would have killed to be like in there in the 30s and 40s in New York jazz clubs would be so good. Yeah, well, Mr. Ellington um, was actually at the Pratt Institute in Brooklyn. That's where he played most of his days. Oh, sick. Like Brooklyn. Have you been? No, I didn't go there. That's a, like, a, wait, like, a, like a musical theatre uh, university, college. Oh, okay. That's just where you learn to play. And there's, but yeah, I've been to Brooklyn. <laughs> You're nice. Um, what are we uh, ending it on? Well, what are you ending it on, Gids? You got the, you got the first record. This, of- so this record was pressed in um, 1976. Called it. by Idris Muhammad, by Jamie XX. Oh, for example. Yeah, you'll recognize it instantly. Um, I don't want to give it away, but if you get the song, was it, it work to yourself. Was it on that Jamie XX album with the Colors. Color Spectrum? Yeah, Colors. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's give it away, but it's got to do with a female. All right. Well, I'll play uh, Whatever, it. the song's name's Girl. well there we go you just gave it away you backed in on it all right and uh, i'll follow it up with someone i'd like to think that i might take after all right we share names that's about it lewis louis
Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through. Just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my mind. Georgia, 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 Georgia. A song of you. Come as sweet and clear as the moonlight through the pines. Yeah, man. Others on reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you Yes Judge, 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 judge No peace I find Just an old sweet song Keep judging on my mind Exactly. Well, we can't have a jazz set without the best of Sajmo, can we? No, we can't. And who's that? Who's the Georgia reference to? Yeah, well, Georgia on my mind. That goes out to Georgia, who's on my mind, lives up the street, my partner. Ah, I see what you done that. Yeah. But to all Georgias out around the world? Hello. Yeah, to all Georgias. To all Georgias. <laughs> uh, but do you think he's talking about the state or a girl? When I play it, I think it's a woman, not the state of Georgia. And it feels like when even when Ray sings and when they sing it, they sing it about – I feel like they sing it about a person, not a place. Well, when Ray sang it, I think originally it was written about a girl. But when Ray sang it, he sang it in Georgia in response to the way he, they treated him um, through oh, discrimination. Really? And when he played in Georgia, because I think I'm pretty sure in the place, obviously, in the 19 – Yeah, so it's still like you got a lot of racial abuse. Yeah, and this was his outcry to those abuse – Essentially. Oh, right. I never, that's really Being, interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, the southern states during those times were not so friendly to a black yeah. musician. Well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. But I love how something has one meaning and then it can be changed by another artist to have another. Yeah, exactly. That's just the diversity of music. Exactly. So that was our jazz set, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it. It was beautiful. We both played some really nice stuff, I felt. 
I feel like I could just have a beautiful lie down. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I could just keep playing jazz records all night. Exactly. But that's for the after party. Yeah, we'll, exactly. Uh, we'll end it out here. But next week we're going to have a, a guest. We'll have Paul on the show. Yeah, so we'll be doing Hip Hop Week with Paul. He's going to bring some of his uh, really rare 80s and 90s hip hop records, probably sampled from across the states, all corners of the hip hop realm. Yeah, and I can't wait to dig out some of my favorites in Jay Dillon, Master Ace, and some of the old school hip-hop artists that are absolute legends. See, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm going to get some get some sweet hip-hop education. It's not a realm I have uh, dived into much at all. Yeah, so I hope uh, you've got your fix of Lewis's voice because he's not going to be talking much next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll chime in with something. Me and Paul can't shut up, so yeah, this we'll is definitely be true. filling your ears. Yeah, expect a lot of that next week. All right, guys, we'll sign it off there. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.